let's get it. Radically smaller commerce. You wanna test A B on your PDP? Pop up that AOV and your B2C. Do the 301, avoid the 404. Boost your SEO, get people to the store. Got the latest stack, headless, you react. You want that seamless customer experience attack. Live shopping social, set up your syndication. Be relevant, that's our recommendation. Radically Smarter Commerce is a podcast presented by Aptus with focus on smarter commerce and merchandising. And we will talk about trends, new technology, and the importance of being relevant. We will do this by interviewing site and guests to be inspired by their success stories and insights. And we that are your host is Thomas Schaberg and Frida Olsson. Welcome to a new episode of the Radically Smarter Commerce podcast. And today we have a really exciting guest, a fast-growing Swedish headless e-commerce company that works with B2B2C companies or that sells direct to consumer but also sells through their resellers. So I'm going to talk to Martin Jensen, CEO of Centra in a while. And uh, hello Frida, how are you? Hey Thomas, I'm very fine. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. And we have done... I think nine episodes so far, you and I. And uh, now, unfortunately, uh, you can't really fit it into your schedule anymore. So uh, there were some good times, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was some some very good times, I would say, and also some nervous times for me uh, trying to to learn this whole new thing with with podcasting. Uh, but yes, it's true. I I can't really fit this into my schedule any longer. Uh, I got some extra workload, and I would like to 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 focus on on my customers. Okay, but what what do you want to say to the listeners? Good question. Keep on listening. <laughs> is that uh, is that good enough, Thomas? <laughs> Maybe I should actually like end it with a rap song or something, but I haven't prepared for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's see. If if you get into the mood, I, I won't stop you. And from now on, we're gonna have some different people coming in as, as co-hosts. And today, I'm very happy to uh, welcome Laurel McVicker to the show. Hi, Laurel. Hi, Thomas. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm great. So maybe you can just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I uh, I am the copywriter in the marketing department here at Aptus, and I am originally from the United States, as you might be able to tell by my accent. Um, <laughs> Finally, someone that can speak proper English. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I've, I've lived in a lot of countries, so I think my English is getting progressively worse. So, um, But I was living in the UK for about four years, um, and now I've been in Sweden for the past year. So uh, You worked with, with us here at uh, our Centra Partnership, so you have already dug into to sort of Centra's business and so on. So I think you're you're a perfect uh, co-host for this episode. So uh, welcome, Laurel. Frida, see you around. I know that you have said that uh, you might um, join us for an upcoming episode if it suits your schedule and if it's a fitting topic. So looking forward to that. And uh, by that, let's go on with the interview. Today we are super excited to have Martin Jensen, the CEO of Centra, as a guest here at the Radically Smarter Commerce podcast. So, hi and welcome. Thank you. Hi. Nice to be here. Uh, Martin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Happy to. So, so I can tell you a little bit about myself and I can tell you about, uh, about Centra. That'd be great. So, Centra is an advanced e-commerce platform for brands. 
and uh, and the backstory is really our founders founded Centra because they were they were running a web agency business and just realized hey we we believe brands are brands are uh, doing so much so much great things uh, designing products. Uh, Getting them produced, marketing them, but but we don't believe there's any great e-commerce platform that enables brands to really, um, really do what would now call direct to consumer. That wasn't the word at the time, and uh, and that's really the backstory of Centra, like why Centra got started to help brands um, sell direct to consumer and and um, and uh, take control of their business that way. I found the founders of Centra when they had been going for a little time and um, and they look look were looking for someone with a commercial background to join. So my background before joining Centra was in consulting. So I was working with with the brands and other companies on on the um, how they should digitize their business essentially and adapt to a digital environment. Yeah, I must say it was a long time uh, since I was this excited about the Swedish software company. I think there is a lot of hype around Centra, a lot of news that you are w- winning a lot of deals uh, and also are expanding outside of, of Sweden and the Nordics. So could you tell us about your growth? Yeah, so so we've been, we, we actually uh, we actually never focus very much on sales or marketing. We focus very much on our product um all the time so so and i think we've just been lucky and we've we've sort of gotten a product together which apparently solves uh, solves quite a few issues that brands face and then it turns out these these brands we work very we work uh, quite closely with the uh, consumer brands so brands mostly brands in the lifestyle sectors you know fashion um accessories um shoes cosmetics simpler consumer electronics sporting equipment and so on and it turns out all of these people meet now nowadays all the trade shows are sort of shut down because of covid but but people know each other and meet and we sort of got this word of mouth spiral going so i so i think we just uh, we and and the more happy client we we managed to add to the platform the more the more uh new prospects we got um so so we've been doing very well in sweden now we have clients outside of sweden also but but our basis has certainly been in been in sweden but we have clients in i think maybe 15 different countries uh most western european countries we have a few clients in the us a few in asia and so on we had a client in china that we actually lost it turns out we we are just we don't offer support in chinese um, so that's probably the limit to our growth. So our focus now is in Europe. You have to go as a summer course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Learn Mandarin. <laughs> um, so, so our focus now is entirely on, on Europe, actually. Uh-huh. So just going off of that, can you uh, describe for us what your ideal customer would be? So, so we want to work with, with, first of all, our ideal customer is a consumer brand. That means it's a company that designs a lifestyle product and puts their own label on it. Um, that's number one. Number two is we don't work with startups. Uh, we can do it sometimes, but then there really need to be special situations. We focus on we focus on brands that that require what we call advanced e-commerce, so a little bit more when it comes to features, um, which is typically not what a startup is looking for. And we are uh, we're working with um, brands that see tech as an enabler, so. Uh, we're working with brands that see technology as a way to create competitive advantage for themselves. So three three things: consumer brands, um, established, primarily not startups, and using technology as a business driver. 
you mentioned advanced e-commerce here and uh, many features you said but what is advanced e-commerce what what sort of separates you from the the simple ones yeah i think i think that's such a good question you know i i got the question some time back you know can't you know um can't you build a great direct to consumer brand with a bad website and and i i gave it a little bit of thought and then i realized yeah of course you can um i mean you can build a you can build a brand which is certainly direct to consumer online sales is the primary business model the marketing is is online but you can have you can still have you know e-commerce which is not advanced meaning very few features in your web shop you don't use your website that's the primary way to to build a brand and communicate with the customers and you don't use um you know functionality on the website you know to to drive sales so let's say you build a brand and there are actually good examples of this we have a swedish brand daniel wellington which was super famous for influencer marketing and you know everyone perceives they are like you know a direct to consumer brand and you know and of course it was right uh, but the competitive advantage there was not the advanced e-commerce it was a fantastic fantastic instagram account you also have you also have in the us you have gymshark which is exactly the same right you know not advanced e-commerce but fantastic fantastic instagram fantastic social media with super engaged followers right so so that's so so what is done advanced e-commerce well that means you want to say hey we want to take our website and want to use uh we want to do business development technical business development online and use that to drive sales and conversion so what is what is advanced e-commerce so so first of all for a brand it means always you know the the traditional question we get is you know how do we sell globally we're a brand we want to sell to 150 countries how can we arrange it well i mean one one thing that is advanced e-commerce is of course that you have the ability to segment the world in an easy way and sell you know multi currency multi priceless multi uh, market multi warehouse multi payment method multi taxes multi shipping methods and so on that's one aspect of advanced e-commerce but making it simple another aspect uh, is of course the the b2b business models i mean okay we want to sell to our uh, wholesale accounts online as well how can we do that in a way that makes sense that's a part of advanced e-commerce advanced pricing is a part of advanced e-commerce uh advanced discounting capabilities you know as a brand you typically want to sell to rrp online you don't want to cheapen the look of your brand but you still want to um you know you still want to uh be able to to uh, offer a bargain because you know that, that that nothing increases conversion more than a great deal so that's certainly one part but the other part of advanced e-commerce is the flexibility that you actually get by being headless being api based so I mean, let's let's take one simple example. I mean, Centra is sort of a boring, uh, you know, backend um, e-commerce business logic engine, right? And and that means Centra, you know, you have products in Centra, and Centra outputs a list of products. Essentially, there's an API that outputs a list of products. Now, one way you could build an e-commerce site on top of Centra is you just display the list of products. So you say to Centra, hey, give me all products in category category T-shirts. And you you get them out, and you uh, list them on a website. But but you can also do do it completely differently when you you're working with an API based system, right? So one thing you could do is you could f- feed those this product list into a personalization a- engine or AI or a rule engine, and 
what you actually get out of center is a list of products in the category T-shirt, but that's not what you display on the site. That you feed into into another system and you render something completely differently on the website. So that's an aspect of advanced e-commerce as well. And I think a lot of this advanced e-commerce, it comes from this decoupling of the presentation from the business logic. So you can put wherever you want as business logic behind, you know, sort of between the product catalog and the website. Yeah. And that's when you can start doing really, really cool stuff. So you mentioned the the boring backend, but I know that there is a lot of functionality behind the scenes. And you have mentioned some of the complexity that you cater to. But um, for for instance, I know that you have a lot of um, fashion companies or lifestyle. And uh, I know also that there is a lot of things um, under the hood to, to solve problems that they might have. So mm-hmm. could you tell us a little bit about the boring back, <laughs> the boring backend? The boring back and what what do we have there? First of all, we have segmentation of the world, right? So, I mean, as a brand, you typically have different channels. You know, I want to sell to, you know, all sorts of con- all, all countries and all channels, but I maybe don't want to sell all the products everywhere. I don't want to offer the same pricing campaigns everywhere. I want to, you know, segment the world. And, and uh, essentially, it's what we call revenue management, you know? How can I offer the right product mix and the right pricing strategy for every channel so I optimize my revenue everywhere? So that's the first part of it. Then you mentioned the products. We do work with a lot of lifestyle uh, lifestyle companies. And I mean, the, the approach we have taken with Centra is to say, hey, we only work with, with brands. Okay, so we build our product for brands, which means that we can we can um, sort of build in a lot of uh, solutions that help brands overcome hurdles um, we have product Centra syncs incredibly well with the PIM system or PDM system or a PLM system, whatever you might be working on with as a brand. Um, when it comes to a handling of variants, um, you know, we have a lot of, of clients who, who arrange, you know, release their products in collections, arrange them in, you know, yeah. in variants, maybe many sizes, you know, and, 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 you know, and, and, you know, you can, you can think that that's like this small, tiny feature, but, you know, product information management, if, if you, if you don't have system support for it, it just becomes this tremendous task. I mean, imagine you sell a pair of, of, of jeans, right? Mm. And they come in sort of a two dimensional size, meaning, you know, there's a waist size and there's a length right yeah you know number of inches a number of inches and then imagine they come in 10 colors you know that's 10 you know and you have one style that's 10 times 10 times 10 that's 1000 products 1000 skus you know if you were to administrate them in a list you know as a just as an admin in that type of you know you would really suffer right so by just having features for you know organizing that yeah you must support the business users in in having interfaces where they can manage that complexity, right? Yeah, and just make it easy and trivial, and like uh, you know, take take complexity away. So I mean that that is like, and I think that's like uh, that that's one way where Centro is different than um, you know. There are lots of generic headless platforms, right, which are essentially saying that hey, we're an API based e-commerce platform which Centra is also by what by you know by which we mean that um, you know Centra shares product and pricing and availability data through APIs 
rather than sharing, you know, a website that comes out of a CMS, right? Um, and and what we did with Centris, we said, hey, this is our customer. We work with direct-to-consumer brands only. And what we think that did is like it enabled us to build more functionality that sort of all brands need, which can in turn reduce the complexity of implementing a website, which means or implement, I mean, I'm saying website, but I mean, the presentation layer could be anything, you know, mm. it could be, um, you know, it could be uh, it could be an in-store device in a retail environment. It could be an, um, an iPhone app. It could be anything, right? Yeah. So we keep the complexity down. So that's like how we're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I uh, just want to circle back. You mentioned briefly about the importance around social media and influencer marketing. You know, you mes- you mentioned uh, David Wellington and Jim Shark. Mm. Um, I'm just wondering if you can explain a little bit more in detail about how brands sell through social media and how they can track the impact of their influencers using Centra. Mm. Yeah, that's an, that's an excellent question. Um, so, I mean, uh, today I think we work with many brands today that use influencer marketing as their primary primary marketing challenge and and by the way influencers come in very different uh you know kinds you can work with sort of a macro influencer strategy where you where you essentially do paid partnerships with with influencers with hundreds of thousands or millions of followers right which is completely different than working with a macro micro influencer strategy where you work with maybe maybe people who have you know five thousand followers on instagram and um, potentially it's not even paid. You're not even doing paid promotions. You're just handing out products for free or even even not for free, right? And I think always, uh, you know, the, the challenge is always with these partnerships is how do I track the impact, right? Um, you know, how do I, how, how do I know which, what led to what, right? And I mean, um, essentially, essentially what I think is the most popular is you hand out some type of a discount code. And then we use that to attribute a certain sale to a certain collaboration. Um, but you can also do, we actually do affiliate tracking in Centra. So if you have other types of partnerships, you can actually track just by, without using a discount code, but actually trying to attribute, um, attribute you know, the, the right order to the right partnership. Tracking becomes harder. It's, uh, you know, the, there's m- more and more, um, you know, privacy extensions in browsers, blocking tracking and so on. So it becomes harder and harder in general to, to attribute uh, sales correctly. Um, another big part of influencer marketing is, of course, seeding out products. You know, if you need to, if you need to, to uh, send out, you know, if you run a, mi- a micro influencer strategy, marketing strategy, you need to seed out a lot of products to a lot of influencers, then you actually have logistic uh, operations that you that you need to support. So that's also something that we've looked into in Central, like how can we support that in the smartest way and really have functionalities for managing that? Yeah, that's interesting. So, you know, we've been talking a little bit about this B2B2C. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering if you could just tell us what that is in your own words from your perspective, you know, some key challenges and the, the you know, shift from wholesale to direct to consumer. Um, so, yeah, if you just want to enlighten us a bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, of course, of course, 10 years ago, what did it mean to be a brand? Well, it meant you sold wholesale, which means you sell B2B to your to to distributors, to agents, to uh, retailers that in turn sell 
uh, to your consumers. It's sort of an indirect sales process. That's, of course, what we're completely reversing with direct-to-consumer, um, where, where we enable brands to sell directly to their consumers online. Now, um, this change, of course, didn't happen overnight. And and uh, it is still it's a change that is still going on. So the question is, what happens? You know, we might think that the the, the future is going to be to a much larger extent direct to consumer rather than a wholesale B two B driven B two B two C driven business model. But but uh, of course that change is not happening overnight. And and I think no one thinks a wholesale is going to be you know non-existent. Uh, in the future, it's just going to be a, there's just going to be a different mix mix. Um, so so then you can think about various B two B two C business models. And I mean the simplest B two B two C business model is of course as a brand you sell your products to a retailer that in turn sell them to a consumer. So um, very very simple B two B two C business model. But what we are working with in Centra is much more intricate B two B two C business models. So. Um, so one of those models could be a drop shipping business model where where I go to a retailer um, that doesn't stock a product from a brand that I want to have, but the but I can still buy it. It's just what happens under the hood is the brand places an order, uh, sorry, the retailer places an order from the brand that ships it directly to the consumer. So it's so a drop shipping business model, which is super interesting. Uh, why is it interesting? Well, well, for retailers is of course interesting because they can uh, monetize on the fact that they have traffic without the hassle of keeping inventory. And for brands, it's interesting because they can get orders um, without having traffic, without having to buy the traffic someone else has to has the traffic already. There are also other B2B2C business models you can, and that Centra supports that you can actually work with. Uh, the most interesting one I think we are rolling out now, it's it's fairly, it's completely new also for us, which is essentially a business model where we, uh, as a brand, you sell a product to a retailer, um, and then you um, have a web order, and that retailer happens to be based somewhere in the world. And then you have a web order and you realize that this retailer has the idea, bought an item B2B from you and they have it in stock. And you realize, hmm, uh, the best way for us to ship this would actually be if this retailer would ship it uh, for us because you know they are in the same city as the buyer or something like that. And what you actually do is you collaborate with your retailers and you fulfill orders locally, which is which is something that we have enabled doing now, and it's a pretty cool business model. It it uh, it is of course a little bit uh, counterintuitive. There are lots of IT systems involved, so there's a bit of setup to get it working. But but what it enables is you can, as a brand, you can leverage the fact that you have retailers globally, and they have your your things in stock, and you can offer. You know, you can offer an Amazon Prime type shipping experience first of all, because you can really do it same day, um, and and you can reduce the environmental impact, and you can reduce the cost of shipping, um, 
and and of course it becomes a different business model you know you need to think about it but essentially what it means is you get paid up front you sell the product b2b and then there's a revenue share business model where you actually sell it to the end consumer so completely new business models essentially emerging and uh, and that's part of what we call advanced e-commerce right it's not about just having a website it is about you know uh, thinking, what can we do? Data is available through APIs. APIs can be connected anywhere. How do we want to connect and what do we want to achieve? Yeah, I think we're starting to see the advanced part of it here. It's a lot of things that can be done. Yeah. You know, you mentioned there how being these retailers being in the same city as some of the customers is a huge advantage, you know, sustainability wise, you know reducing carbon emissions, but then also just because of the pandemic, there's been so many holdups with shipping and delays. And, um, you know, I'm just wondering, you know, how was Centra affected by the pandemic? Is that in a, you know, in a positive or a negative way or yeah. Very, very much, very much. I mean, when the pandemic came, you, you, you mentioned Centra is, is uh, growing a lot and, and yes, that's, that's true. That's, that's correct. And we're very grateful for that. But, but when the pandemic came, I think everything stopped. I think we had a period like six weeks or eight weeks when the pandemic started, when, when really, um, our clients were in panic, and and uh, I think no one was investing in anything, and no one understood what was happening. And in retrospect, I think what was happening is is people were trying to figure out how to work from home, you know, how to homeschool their kids, you know, how to how to you know people were afraid they would run out of toilet paper, so people <laughs> were buying toilet paper, you know, that was going on. Uh, that that's in retrospect, we didn't understand that at the time. Um, and and I think our clients are mostly, you know, our clients are consumer products such as fashion, accessories, consumer electronics. In other words, stuff that you don't have to buy. buy. It's not toilet paper. You don't have to buy it today. It's not essential. So our clients, um, you know, really struggled. Um, and... Uh, and and it was a tough t- tough time for many clients in the beginning of the pandemic. What happened after that is, of course, everyone realized that digital online e-commerce is the solution to all the problems everyone is having. Exactly. Uh, uh, and w- once everyone realized that, then then it took off. And, and 2021 has really been business-wise a, a very strong year for us with a lot of growth and a lot of interest. And, and we also see like, we see like we are coming to like a little bit of a second generation direct to consumer brands right now with, uh, um, with where, where a lot of DTC brands are our DTC is maturing, and and we see a lot of DTC brands are taking like the next step. You know how can we how can we improve even more? We saw that like a few years. You know when when e-commerce was new. You know it was like if you had a website, you could sort of sell stuff online, and the the the, the demands from consumers in general were quite low to be honest you know and that then you know competition increased and you know you could no longer say you know hey shipping it will come in two two between two and 15 days you know you needed to start the offer you know okay you couldn't have customer service which was you know an email address that that no one ever answered you know you needed to have chat widgets you know and so on it's sort of competition increased right and we think the same thing is is happening now and within the d2c space that is really uh, brands are stepping up their game uh when it comes to e-commerce when it comes to service level when it comes to what they offer 
yeah, and I mean, I guess everyone has quite a bit of time at home right now as well to be <laughs> doing this online searching for for things on uh, on websites. So yeah, absolutely. So what lies in the future for for Centra? What what's your next steps here going forward? Mm, exciting question. Exciting question. We continue to to release new features in the product um, all the time. Actually, actually, the the next release going out now is related to B two B two C business models and and more advanced um, handling of inventory globally. It's a big topic with sustainability, shipping times. You know, brands are a little bit competing. You know, of course, collaborating, but also competing with the likes of of Amazon and Zalando and the really the really big marketplaces. Um, so, so being able to ship um, quickly is a top is a top priority for many. Um, so that's that's the next thing we have, and then we have other plans as well. But uh, but I will tell you more about those. Uh, later yeah sure and uh, you know we are really really excited about our partnership and uh, you know how Aptus can also tie into the whole story you mentioned before uh, what you can do in sort of the presentation layer adding merchandising and personalization and all of that and um, and i mean that that is really you know i mean that that really is um, uh, you know that's what we think we will see right E-commerce is becoming more advanced, at, um, and and you need services such as Aptus to really stay competitive and to solve the problem that uh, that you need to solve. Yeah, it's not enough with the product data and the product, especially if you have thousands uh, of products. I mean, you you need to make sure that they get the visibility they deserve, it and that you prioritize uh, sort of the right things and can respond quickly to the trends that's out there. It's very hard to keep up if you work manually and you try to sort of put the products on certain places on the websites. I mean, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No mer- merchandise. I mean, the service Aptus Aptus offers when it comes to uh, to automated merchandising, I think would be. Uh, I mean, I I think people will have a hard time imagining. Do you know there was there was like manual merchandising sitting and sorting products and so on. I think it's just. Uh, um, it's just going to go completely, completely, uh, you know, technology driven. Yeah, probably a lot of things that we have done digitally that we thought was, you know, really cool. And, uh, you know, in the front and when we look back, you know, f- five years in the future, we're going to, you know, how could we do all these things so manually? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, looking forward to see what's, uh, what's coming up when, uh, when it comes to AI machine learning. Um, I'm very curious what the Aptus has in uh, coming up there. A very interesting space. Absolutely, and and especially I think when it comes to visual products, there's so much they can do to help product discovery there, and you know, also have more to show in the future. So. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Super exciting. You know, uh, for our entrepreneurial listeners, I'm just wondering if you have any tips uh, for fashion brands that are just starting out. What should they be focusing on in their early days before they implement something like Centra? Oh, that's a that's such a good question. So if you're imagine you're an entrepreneur now, you're starting, um, you're starting your journey, you're building a DTC brand. I think there are two. I think there are two things. You know, being successful. You know, being successful. Um, D2C, I think, uh, I think uh, there, there are two things you need to do. So first of all, you need to build a brand and build a product. I mean, that's like if, if you start a brand, same thing as if you start a brand 20 years ago, you know, design a great product that people will love, 
you know there's a feedback loop in the digital world there is a feedback loop so if you get something out that people love it they will come and buy again and they will recommend their friends like and, and build a strong brand that people can connect emotionally then there's another part which which wasn't there before and that is really the data driven part the, the performance marketing driven part that that um you know uh, the way you get this brand out today, I mean, with, is is with digital marketing, and it, it's is. And what does that mean? Well, it means social media, paid social media. It means influencers. Um, it means uh, SEO. It means SEM, and so on. So, if I were, if I, if I'm a founder, if I were a founder now and starting my my fashion label, and I am the creative type, and I will design the product and the brand, then I would go. The first thing you ask, what what should I do? Then I will go and find my e-commerce technology co-founder. And if I'm the e-commerce tech co-founder, then I will go and find my creative co-founder uh, that that can really design the products and the brand that people will fall in love with. So that would be my advice to someone starting a brand. Yeah. So you know, align and setting up these partnerships from the beginning can uh, only move you forward, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. And like having having the both components, you know, and that's when it can move really quickly. Yeah. And, and look, we're in the beginning of the direct consumer revolution. I mean, it has just started. Some people say sometimes that we're sort of seeing the end or, you know, when it's going to stop. I mean, yeah, maybe it will stop, but when they're nowhere close to there and the reason it is is the direct to consumer business model is the one that 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 makes sense online look we haven't seen google move into shopping i mean google has google shopping you know um which is not the very good service they haven't spent a lot of time optimizing that even though there are the experts at search when google fixes that so you search you know you search i need a uh, washing machine okay and and you just get you know in a perfect you know listing of all the washing machines in the world, and so you can filter and you can you know sort and whatever, right? Um, that then you know why you know and then you buy them, and of course you buy them from the brand direct to consumer, because why would you know those are bulky heavy machines? Why would you ship them any other route than just the shortest possible route from the factory to you, right? Um, you, you know that's how it's going to be in the future, and and direct to consumer is going to be the, you know, the default business model. It's it's the default way you buy stuff. You know, marketplaces and direct to consumer, and that's where we're heading. So it's an interesting it's an interesting future. And I mean, many businesses haven't gone through the change. So there's a huge opportunity to start brands, and launch direct to consumer brands. And and some of the traditional brands they know and they understand, and they are moving. And they are pushing direct to consumer and online initiatives as fast as they can. But but some businesses are just very conservative and there is a huge opportunity for entrepreneurs to disrupt those businesses and, and launch new brands that are direct to consumer and uh, and they can take very strong positions. And we see it happening over and over again in new product categories, you know, traditional product categories completely changing, you know, new brands coming in, people hadn't heard of them. And then all of a sudden they are super big and that's going to happen more. And we'll see more of that five next five, 10 years. So, yeah. so there is a lot of opportunities out there. I mean, it's not like we have reached the peak or anything. It's just the beginning still when it comes to digital commerce, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So now we know what B2B2C is, but what we don't know is what your rapper name would be if you were a rapper, as you might have seen, we have a hip hop theme. So what do you say? 
Um, that would be uh, MCD2C. <laughs> All right, sounds fierce. And uh, Laurel, now since it's your first time on the show as well, what would it be yeah. for you? Oh, I am I am the infamous DJ La Rule. It's uh, in honor of, of Jaw Rule, but you know, La Rule it is all the way. <laughs> so is that something you came up with now or is it something that actually have have some history? Yeah, it was actually my nickname in college, so that was fun, but uh, it stayed with me ever since, so <laughs> I'm not losing it anytime soon. So one thing I, I would like to ask you also, Martin, what are you looking for right now at Centra? Oh, we're looking for uh, we're looking for uh, more talented colleagues. We need to hire a lot of people who want to be part of the direct to consumer rev uh, revolution. So we, we look we look for all sorts of of um, of uh, great colleagues, um, both within engineering that want to be help of a part of building our product, but also also people who know e-commerce, who know the business, who want to be able to want to be part of telling the story, interacting with clients and making sure they are successful. Um, so so really anyone who is interested in joining um, joining, just reach out. Okay, cool. And what's the best way of reaching out to you? Um, the best is to go to our website. And we have my contacts are there and there's a contact form and you can read more about us, open positions and uh, and everything. And that's centra.com? Centra.com, centra.com, centra with a C.com. Cool. But uh, it was great having you on the show, Martin. Really interesting discussions and also see, uh, I mean, all the opportunities there are if you're looking into what commerce actually can be. And when you are doing these advanced um, business models and everything, it was really insightful. Nice being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, sure. And it's Friday afternoon uh, now when we record. So what's up this weekend? What's up this weekend? I hope for some sun. I hope to, uh, to see the spring sun. Definitely. <laughs> Bring on summer, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah, cool. But uh, see you around. Likewise, see you around. Thanks, Martin. To be up to date with podcast-related matters, please follow our LinkedIn page. And if you want to participate in discussions or recommend topics and guests, please join our Facebook group as well. Just search for Radically Smarter Commerce and you will find us. And of course, if you want to contact me or Thomas directly, you can always reach out on LinkedIn. And you find this podcast on all platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Acast, as well as at radicallysmartercommerce.com. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you like the podcast. It helps us to find new listeners. And you can also follow Aptus at LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. See you in two weeks.